0: Two down and two wins for the US men's national team as they prepare for the third and final send-off game against Nigeria on Saturday. And think about this. The World Cup for the US is less than two weeks away. This is the <coughs> SBI show. I am Garrett Cleverly. With me, as always, is Ivas Galarse. Let's crack it, man.
1: Uh, nothing much, Garrett. It's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy to think the World Cup itself is less than two weeks away and USA Ghana is 14 days away actually it's 13 days as of the time everyone's listening to the show uh we're coming off of that great USA Turkey match unbelievable atmosphere at Red Bull Arena and the US team put in a pretty good performance against a tough opponent and you know say Mm -hmm. what you want Turkey didn't have all their top players but they put out a pretty good team and the US after some shaky uh, moments early on in the game they had themselves a pretty solid game I would say second half, much
0: better than the first half. A till of two halves for this, but you're right. The World Cup, Brazil versus Croatia, Croatia, excuse me, is nine days away. If you're listening to the show on Tuesday, in less than two weeks, if you're listening to it, when the U.S. plays Ghana on June 16th. Ivis, though, I mean, the U.S., two, I mean, they're playing three games for the send-off series, two games down. They won the first one against Azerbaijan, 2-0. They defeated Turkey 2-1. Turkey did get that goal at the very end of the game, which we'll talk about but overall reaction and thoughts from the
1: uh, from the U.S. men's national team victory. Well, you know, for me, I thought it was a pretty solid game. You know, not everybody played well, um, but I think there were some bright spots. I think there were some points, uh, some things that that, that Jurgen was able to learn, not only about individuals but about the systems, uh, the system um and it's like i've been saying right mm-hmm. you know there's all been, there's been all this talk about the diamond and the diamond and the diamond and i've been saying it from day one diamond's not going to work it's not going to work against better teams and it's going to get destroyed if we try if, if the u.s is going to try to play that in the world cup and, it, and i think we saw that in the turkey game uh, Turkey had a lot of space, a lot of room to operate, and then you started to see the adjustments. You started to see Michael Bradley drop back. You started mm-hmm. to see Clint Dempsey drop back. And all of a sudden, it's looking a lot more like a 4-2-3-1. And I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, you know, I, I think uh it's the 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 key for this team is uh you know, finding that balance, uh play being able to play a 4-2-3-1, but being able to allow Michael Bradley to get forward almost so that at times it can play more like a 4-1. A uh, 4-1 or a four-one-three-two, one three, two. Uh, But the whole idea of a diamond just doesn't work. You just leave your uh, your Julian. Uh, Julian. Who's Julian? Jermaine. Julius Jones. There I'm you making up names yeah, no. Julius Jones, the running back. No. Jermaine <laughs> Jones cannot be left alone by himself to deal with teams that have dangerous attacks. And uh-huh. especially teams with strong midfields. It's just asking too much of him. He even said as much. You drop Michael Bradley back, it helps him out. And and I think we saw that. And I think mm-hmm. you know what in this Nigeria game, I think he, if you're Klinsmann, you got to give it up with this diamond already, and you got to come out with a, a well defined either four two three one or four one three two. The diamond itself not happening.
0: Well, do you think that played in part to the defense kind of having a. Atrocious first half. I mean, lots of mental lapses, lots of mistakes, Ivis. I mean, look, how many
1: goals were there? There were zero goals, but
0: come on. How many saves did Tim Howard have? Look, look, look. Point of saying is quality countries like Germany, Portugal, even Ghana will punish the U.S. men's national team. Come
1: on. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize Ghana has a 100% strike rate when all their chances. No, they don't, but come on. I get it. I get it. it, I just think it gets overplayed. I think the whole idea of, oh, that mistake is going to get punished, like it can be a break. Mistakes happen. Team, you, you want to cut them out. Ideally, yes, but mistakes happen. Every defense makes mistakes. It's how you, it's how you recover from them. How you, how do you cover for your teammates who mm-hmm. make those mistakes? And I think people are just way too tightly wound up about this defense. And oh my lord, this guy got beat. That guy got beat. Now there were definitely blunders in this game, and particularly late. And Timmy Chandler, <laughs> he he totally like, you know, Timmy Chandler had like, more than a few mental, no, but mental listen, lapses he, in this game. All right, I'm just going to go – I'm just going to say it. I don't think he was as bad as some people seem to think he was in the first 75 minutes of this game. The last 15 minutes of the game, he was awful. The last 15 minutes, I was seeing Tim Chandler versus Honduras yeah. in San Pedro Sula all over again. He just looked lost, and he looked like he was just – like his brain turned off. And and that's the scary part. And And look, to be fair to him, he's just come back from a knee injury – he hasn't – he's not 100% sharp because he hasn't – you know, he didn't get a chance to play a ton mm-hmm. upon return from his injury. So he's still working out some kinks. But I think for me, I I, I didn't think he played that badly in the first half. Uh, Yeah, did some – There were there points where maybe he got a little ambitious getting forward mm-hmm. and had to track back? Sure, but did he play badly? I mean, I'm sorry, folks. I feel like people all of a sudden forget just how crappy – the left back position has been in recent years that now Tim the the level of play Tim Chandler had in the early parts of that game could be seen as bad. Like I, I don't know, I thought he did all right. I just the, late in the game he didn't play well, and he's not starting. I think Demarcus Beasley's holding on to that spot. He's steady. He's your veteran. Uh, you know what? He'll he'll cut out. He'll avoid. Mis- he'll limit the mistakes. Uh, and he's your guy. So you know what? I don't know. I I don't want to get too caught up. And nobody was perfect. None of the defenders were perfect. Oh, Fabian so, Johnson had a pretty good game. He did, but even he got caught forward on on occasion where he got a little ambitious getting forward. So it's still a case of finding a balance and 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 being and these guys are still trying to figure out where they go, who they like. I feel like you know you just get a sense that this team is still trying to find itself still trying Mm -hmm. to feel out where everyone's supposed to be and you know it's a little late in the process right i mean you. well that's what i'm saying you only have
0: one more game on saturday against nigeria to figure it out i mean you gotta hope ivis that this team's gonna start you know clicking sometime soon
1: i mean i don't know i thought they showed some Mm. some decent moments and the second half you know what second half was much better Oh yeah, well there you go. So I mean, it, 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 there was some promising stuff there. So well, well, it's okay, another okay.
0: Well, real quickly, the promising in the second half, though. Okay, then what do you think about John Brooks in the second half? He looked. Pretty I thought he good. was
1: excellent. I thought he was excellent. I thought John Brooks showed why Jurgen Klinsmann brought him on this team, and it, and I, I feel like John Brooks is second only to Julian Green in the why the heck is he on the team meter from U.S. fans yeah. who are up in arms over Jurgen of Jurgen Klinsmann selecting Brooks over Clarence Goodson. And I've said it over and over. Look, yes, Goodson was a good soldier in qualifying. He gave you solid games in some big spots. He was pretty steady, if unspectacular. But when it came down to it, when they got to the camp, John Brooks was in a better spot. He was he was on better form. And why is anyone surprised by that? The guy won back his starting job late in the Bundesliga season. This is the Bundesliga, folks. One of the top leagues in the world. And he's a starting full – he's a starting center back – in that league, he won his job back, so he was named Bundesliga Player of the Year of the week in, in one of the final weeks of the season. He was playing on a pretty high level, but people want to ignore that, and, he, and some even want to act like it, there's no difference between MLS and the Bundesliga. Like, give me a break! <laughs> like, come up for some air. I did. People. I, I did see Get that some people in the comments were comparing. If you, it's not, it's not bias. It's not favoritism. It's fact. It's reality. Every single defender in MLS would run to the Bundesliga if they could get a deal in the Bundesliga. They would run, not walk, run to the Bundesliga if they could get a deal in the Bundesliga because it's a better league. It's a better league. It's one of the best leagues in the world. John Brooks is playing in it. He finished the season strongly. That's why he made the team. Uh And And now we saw against Turkey. That, yes, he can play. The guy can play. It wasn't a perfect 45, but he was very good for a, for long stretches. The guy moves extremely well for his size, and he's good in the air. And, and I tell you what, folks, the guy he's 20 years old. I don't know if he even turned 21. He's 20 years old playing in the Bundesliga. Instead of nitpicking about the kid and saying, what's wrong with him, be happy that there's a 20-year-old U.S. national team center back in the Bundesliga who looks like he can actually play.
0: Uh, I Ivis, very well said. You are you are fired up for today's show.
1: I don't know, man. I think it's the headphones I'm wearing. Uh, maybe I, I, got, I got I got these new bad I got these new bad boy Sony headphones, yeah. and it's like I can't hear myself talk. I, I, so I'm just ranting right now. So I don't even know my <laughs> volume levels. I'm, I'm like I could be screaming right now. You are
0: you are first off, you are screaming right now. <laughs>
1: right, well, there you go. But it's you know what I, I'm
0: to answer your question. John Brooks is 21 years old.
1: He's now. And when did he turn 21? I turned 21 on January 28th. Yeah, he's only, he's 20 months for, 21 for a few months. Very young. Very young. And, I mean, come on. Like, that's – it just annoys me, man. People need to educate themselves. They need to educate themselves and watch more soccer. Mm-hmm. Watch more – don't just watch the Premier League. Watch the Bundesliga. And, yes, I know it's, it's not easy to find. It's not easy to watch the games. But, I mean, I don't know, man. It, it just boggles my mind the amount of, of, of hate toward John, John Brooks. And it's like I get it, folks, early on and here's another one people and i've said this before i feel like i said it last show people use their some people some people use their limited uh exposure like their limited like reference points and that's like what they base everything on and they don't do any more homework so there are people who all they know of john brooks is the ukraine friendly and they're like oh my lord he was Awful. Yeah. He was awful in that game. Yes, you know what? Yes, he was bad. But he was also playing with a center back partner he would never played with before. Who he? It wasn't a good pairing because they're both big center backs, right? Neither one of them's an organizer. Neither one of them knew where to go. So you have that, and then you have the fact that John Brooks was actually not playing for his club at that time, so he wasn't in match form, right? Because at that point he had he had lost his starting spot. Mm-hmm. He had other things and, on his mind, like the back tattoo that he was going to get. <laughs> well anyway <laughs> we get to that later but but you know so yes every, it was set up for him not to to play all that well and i, I you know i'm convinced still that if tim reem had not had ju- just not had the birth, birth of his of his child mm-hmm. tim Ream would have started in that game i in my opinion and i think Ream and brooks would have been a better combination because i think Ream would have been an organizer and i think brooks would have been in a better position to have a better game but again you, uh, he played poorly. He even said as much. I I talked I talked to him on uh Friday, and we and we talked about that game. And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, he played badly. He knows he did, but he wasn't playing, folks. And it's like, think, of, use some, get some context. The guy won back his starting job, played well to close out the season, and in a in a high level league, why is it a shock? Why is it a shock that he made the team? I I, I don't know. The Julian Green one. Hey, I I totally understand yeah. people outrage i totally understand that one the brooks one uh I, that one i'm like scratching my head about I'm, i I'm, and now that he showed it on sunday you you know now maybe people can take it easy about that
0: yeah i uh, Br- brooks is look he's gonna be a quality player um t- moving on from the subject ivis of, of john brooks because look he, he looked good so so you can end the argument there for people saying oh you know why is he there blah blah blah, blah. uh matt beisler I'm sure you're going to probably say there's no cause for concern
1: for his. Uh, I mean, second poor showing for the U.S. men's national team. He he hasn't had, he hasn't had good games. I, I'll I'll agree with you there, but I mean I I don't know. I mean I think it's uh, is you it know, just what he's still
0: you, learning with Jeff Cameron? Is
1: it? Is... I, I mean, it, there has to be something for that, right? I mean, that partnership is there's a little bit of a lack of familiarity there. Um, but again, look, Matt is not perfect. He's had his mistakes early in the MLS season, so maybe he needs to work some <laughs> stuff out. But I mean, I find it like, for me, I just can't see him not starting because um, I don't think Cam, I don't think Cameron gazas works. Uh, and Cameron Brooks, I mean, it looked pretty decent, but you know, I don't know if you've seen enough of it. So, and, and I really think Beasley's speed, you need that. I need, you need his speed is passing out of the back. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think if he doesn't start against Nigeria, then you can start scratching your head and say, oh, wait, maybe he's not. Yeah. Maybe Klinsman's ready to make a move. But I, I, I'm sorry. i sorry. Th- I've think i seen Beezer play too well for too many matches to say, okay, now he, mm-hmm. you know, he played uh, a shaky half against Turkey and now he's not good enough. Like, I, I think that's a little extreme. We'll see in the Nigeria game, right? If he goes in the Nigeria game, he has, a st- if he starts, if he has a, st- a stinker, then yeah, then you can start saying, well, if if Beazler has a stinker, if Brooks plays well, all of a sudden you're like, hey, Brooks played pretty well against two pretty good opponents. Maybe you know what? You maybe you give the 21 year old kid to start, but again, two games, it's a little quick. It's a little quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Beasley's still the guy. I think it's going to be Beasler Cameron, but John Brooks, man, he's right there, knocking on the door. Uh, moving up
0: to the midfield, uh, I mean, I, I thought we saw some quality performances. Adam Michael Bradley, I thought Kyle Beckerman in the second half looked outstanding. Uh, Brad Davis looked all over the place. Graham Zuzi, Ivis. I mean, the one thing for the U.S. men's national team, without a doubt, the midfield is going to be the strong suit of this team.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean. But, I well, okay, well, what's the strong suit the, minus the goalies then? Forwards? Come on. I mean, I don't I don't know. Did The midfield – was the midfield amazing in the, in the turkey game? Well,
0: it's, yeah. well, going forward, I mean, come on. The midfield is going to be the strong suit for the U.S. men's national team. I thought Kyle yeah. Beckerman had a really good second half. He put him himself in a lot of positions, yeah, broke up a lot of yeah. passes.
1: He did what he does. He didn't do anything outrageous. He didn't do anything new. That's what he does. Like, it's not I, – I mean, I wouldn't sit here and say, oh, Kyle Beckerman was amazing. Kyle Beckerman was Kyle Beckerman. He didn't have, like, some outrageous game. He, he did his job. His role, he knows that role. He handles it well. Michael Bradley, yes. Michael Bradley is outstanding. And he, for me, he's the guy. If there's going to be a U.S. player who, who blows up this summer and is just off the charts good and off the charts transfer bid central starts forming around him, I think it's going to be Michael Bradley. But that being said, Jaren Clemson has got to figure this system out because, I don't know, like it, it's still a little a little over the place. And, and I, not to stir anything up, but when you read some of these quotes <laughs> – Michael Bradley, it's almost as if he's practically begging to play with Kyle Breckerman. Like it, 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 I mean, I thought I saw one quote where it was like uh, you know, it was all over the place in the first half and then, you know, when it was me and Kyle t- next to each other, things settled down a bit. And I'm like, "Mm, okay." Um, when uh, reality is I thought Jermaine Jones played well. Me personally, I, I apparently Taylor Twelman, Twelman disagreed. I didn't obviously I didn't hear the broadcast as I was at the game, but I mean, I thought Jermaine Jones did his job, you know? So I don't know. It, it, it'll be interesting well, it, to see. It what... just
0: seems like the magnifying glasses is on Jermaine
1: Jones. Oh. You know,
0: yeah. Well, that that because, because every time he makes a mistake, it's like, oh, well, here we go again with Jermaine Jones is, and, people... and him doing he... this and him doing that. And look, he had a great game against Azerbaijan. I mean, I think people are forgetting that he played. He held down the diamond pretty well in that game. Granted, it's not you know as good as an opponent as a Turkey, but Jermaine Jones is a quality player. He, he played for, in the Bundesliga than...
1: for years. He's... He's going to start. It's going to happen. He's going to start. It's not even a question. I would see prefer.
0: I prefer Bradley and Kyle Beckerman. I would like say? to see that.
1: I, I, it, I. You'd like to see that in a friendly, or you want to see that in Brazil?
0: I want to see it against Nigeria.
1: Uh, I want. It, I, I want to see. It, uh, I want to see a you know
0: four you know four two three one with Kyle Beckerman and Michael Bradley right there.
1: Uh, that you know what? That's uh, you know what. Maybe we will see it and. I would be very curious to see how my Kyle Breckman does against against that midfield that level of uh of midfield because I, it should be noted I mean Turkey made subs in their midfield. Yeah. Uh, so Kyle Breckman didn, didn't go up against the same players uh that Jermaine Jones did. So that, I mean that should be pointed out and Nigeria's got a really strong midfield uh you know what? So that that you know what? I wouldn't mind seeing that because then we'll see Kyle Breckman against a high level midfield. Nothing no offense to Mexico, but Mexico doesn't have like ballers in the central center of the park who dominate who are imposing figures in the middle of the park they don't they just don't have it so like they didn't really test him uh they really didn't test beckerman in april um mm-hmm. so i like beckerman i like him a lot if he's called on i think he he can do yep. a job for you but i i just think that jermaine jones it, it's so funny because coming into this whole thing coming into the set-off series the question was can jermaine jones be disciplined can he stay in a defensive midfield role? Can he not freelance? Can he not get out of position? And I feel like he's done that. I feel like he's made a point to do that. And has he made mistakes here and there? Everybody's making mistakes, folks. Get over it. It's a freaking send-off series. He just got out of camp. But it, for me, it's like every... You know what? I you know, Joe Schmo doesn't like Jermaine Jones. So as soon as Jermaine Jones make, has a turnover, there you go. He's awful. And they ignore that the player they like also is making a mistake. So... I don't know, Jermaine Jones for me. He's done the job that he's been asked to do the first two games, and for me, I see nothing. I've seen nothing in the send-off series that tells me he shouldn't be starting. I think he should be starting. He has to be starting because Ghana in the, is no joke in the midfield, folks. They are no joke, and and if you don't know that, if you don't remember that, you have short memories because the in both the World Cups, both the World Cup losses, they want their midfield won them those games, and. It could happen. It's you know what. If the U.S. isn't careful, it
0: can happen again. Moving up to the forward position, I've had Clint Dempsey and Josie Altador up top. Dempsey showed his quality a few different times. He did have a goal. That's what Dempsey does. He, I mean, he's a poacher in front of the net. But Josie Altador, look, you, you can say he had a strong performance in this one, and the U.S. is going to need him, especially his physicality, because he's the only guy in the U.S. that can go ninety minutes and play physical. But come on, Ivis. He needs to start scoring goals. I mean, if he doesn't score against Nigeria, is he still starting in Brazil?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I love you, man. I love you. I know. Look, I'm, try- I'm trying to get guy, you. <laughs> oh, no, it's you know what? Yeah, You're entitled to your opinion. You're entitled to wanting to have him score a goal? No kidding. The guy has literally not scored a goal in the, in the calendar year 12, 2014, club or country. That's a long time. But if the guy is putting in the work. He, the goals for me, the goals are going to come because if you keep putting yourself in those positions, you keep pressing defenders, you keep earning free kicks, you keep pushing. I mean, the guy could have easily had two goals, right? He had one offside call that went against him. Yeah. He had a, another one, uh, a nice save stopped upset. Like he, he's getting there. He's getting there. Everybody wants it yesterday. Everybody. And, and again, it was a year ago where the guy couldn't stop scoring a year ago. Like, uh, I, and I've said it. I said I've said it before. If the guy was sulking around, looking defeated, and not having energy, I'd be the first one to say, "Get this guy to lineup. Put Aaron Johansson in." Because I'm all about. I like for me, Aaron Johansson. Even though he didn't play in this last game, Aaron Johansson is a guy who I think is going to make an impact. That's what I'm saying. Why don't you get Aaron,
0: Aaron Johansson to no, start? Because
1: you know, Jose Altudor. Like when he's doing all that stuff, he causes so many problems for the defense. He ha- he helps create space for his teammates. He's doing a lot of different things that, like, it can't always be about oh, a, a quick move, a nice touch, and this and that, and 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 like, and that the flashiness that makes you think player X is so amazing and Josie's what. That's, Josie's that's just not a that's not
0: what that's not what I'm saying. and that that's, is that's not what I'm saying. Josie Aljore's quality in the final third is, is really bad right now, Ivis. There were multiple. There were two times in the second half when he should have put his head down and charged at the net, but the one time he opted to pass the ball to Mix Diskrude, that which ended up in nothing. Josie should have put a, a shot on target, and there was one other time I can't think of the top of my head, but it's little things like that. Josie has no, no confidence right now. These are little right things
1: now. in your head. These yeah, but yeah, but, but, but but it's in but, your head. It's in your head, not his. No, it's in your dis- head that no, he's no, making it's not. certain decision. Like it's. I'm sorry, I disagree. Like I, I, he, he's not. Yes, his form, his scoring form, is not there his 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 shot is not as needs work he needs work he needs to get better but he's getting in that direction and it's just it's it's way too easy to say okay he's not scoring let's throw this other guy in let's do let's throw some whoever in like it, it's not that's it's just not that simple the guy has the track record that when he's on his game he will score international goals and like at that you can't just look at this Sunderland season and say, well, he's not going to score. Why even bring him? Like, forget about it. Let's go bring Aaron Johansson, who scored, you know, 26 goals in in the Dutch League. you like, oh, because, you know, the Dutch League is the level of defending you're going to see in Group G. <laughs> I like Aaron Johansson. I think Aaron Johansson is going to do some things in this World Cup. But Josie Hatsudor in this second game. Now, the first game, I'm with you. The Azerbaijan game, I actually was a little surprised when Jürgen Klinsmann gave him praise, because I didn't think it was... a Good game from Josie Altman. The, well, the was, first, was,
0: game. I'm, I'm guessing that it was Jurgen just saying that to get his confidence up.
1: what again with the conspiracy. Take the tin. There's enough tin hats, man. <laughs> let the other, let everyone else wear the tin hats. All right, but no, it's just Jurgen's an optimist. Jurgen's optimist. He's he's looking for the positive. He's looking to boost. Yeah, I agree. He's looking to boost his morale. <laughs> well, you, this, just, you just killed me and agreed with me. Yes, because but that's like you go right to that. It's like you know, like maybe that's part of it. But no, Jürgen is an optimist, right? And he's looking at these things and he says he's doing these things that you know what? I'm glad that he's doing these uh, these things. He's not scoring, but he's doing these other things. The Turkey game, same thing. Turkey game. The guy was a beast, man. He was a beast. He was unlucky to get a, not get a, not get a goal. I agree with you there. Uh, he needs to start scoring. I agree with you there. But uh, to to just to pretend that he is not the like, I, I don't know, man. I, it's way too easy to say the other guy would score. The other guy – let's try someone else as, as if nothing else he's doing matters. And it only – like I'm sorry. I, I I said it. If he were not doing all those things, if he was sulking about – because we know the Josie that nobody wants to see. Yeah, We've seen that Josie. The Josie who's sulking. The Josie who's not pressing – the defenders when they have the ball, the Josie who's not showing their work rate, the Josie who's kind of – you look at him and he's almost feeling sorry for himself. That Josie you want no part of. But we haven't seen that Josie. That Jose, Like he hasn't been anywhere near that. He hasn't been that. Like he's with the U.S. team. He's a different player when he's with the U.S. team. He's, he's having a good time. He's happy. He's with his boys. He's feeling good. His confidence is building, even though he's not scoring goals, but the confidence is building. So for me – it's not even a, honestly. It's not even. A, it's not even a question. Healthy Josie Atodor is going to start against Ghana. Look, Ivis. All I'm saying is that I would like to see Aaron Hansen get a start. That that's all hey, hey, I'm saying. But you know what? Right. I wouldn't mind that either. Okay. i I like I like him. I like I. He shows me some stuff. I think he's good. He is a guy who's going to come off a bench and score at least one goal in this world. Well, club, in he, my
0: opinion, he, here's the thing though. I would like to see, oh, and this is I don't know how this would happen unless you got Dempsey out. Why? But I would like to see. Uh, Altador, Johansson, and Dempsey on the field at the same time. That would be, uh, there's no way you could make that happen because you'd have to stick someone yeah. out wide and, and that's just hey, not going to be the start. Ha- you know,
1: you can make it happen. You can make it happen on FIFA. Well, yeah, okay. That's <laughs> well, the only place you've ever seen well, Or if the team's <laughs> losing by two goals in the second half.
0: That's true. Well, I'm, I'm trying to be realistic here. All right, moving over to the, <laughs> yeah, the show, I'm trying to be realistic.
1: <laughs> Once again, a FIFA reference, we always have to
0: have one. Yeah, first off, well, I haven't played FIFA in like eight months and you're the one who brought <laughs> that up. So,
1: Yes, for all those people who hate on Garrett's FIFA references, he. He he doesn't play FIFA anymore. I don't. He, because his girlfriend
0: won't let him. That's not true. Well, that's because she's hogging the TV. I got her obsessed. I got her obsessed with Breaking Bad, and, and now she's obsessed with Walking Dead. She just got to the part where Michonne and the Governor and all that crap. It's it's awesome. Anyways, uh, moving over to the subs, Ivis Julian Green did not have a good performance. I, I think you know I don't want to raise the alarms too much, Ivis. But but once again, Julian Green not looking good. You know you kind of wonder. Was this the right decision for Jurgen Klinsmann to bring him to Brazil?
1: Oh, I love how you toned down your argument in our second take on this topic. That's <laughs> lovely. I just want to tell everybody in the earlier in the earlier version, Garrett just came right out and said it's a head scratching decision. At, I did say it's that. Look at <laughs> like an awful mistake. What the heck was Jurgen? Klinsmann okay, thinking? stop, stop. <laughs>
0: that is not true. I did not say that. It was.
1: It was. There was somewhere in between. But anyway, all right. I'm going to ask the obvious question. How many minutes did he play on Sunday? Uh,
0: I believe he played 27 and a half
1: minutes. How many minutes did he play against Azerbaijan? Bershaw? <clears throat> uh, zero. Okay, so based on 27 minutes already, he's a failure. He shouldn't be on the team. What the heck was your equivalent thinking, right? That's that's what you're saying. I'm asking you. That's what you're saying, right? Look, I'm I'm not saying the
0: kid's a failure because the kid's 18. And I don't want to kill him. He's 18 years
1: old. No, but and right he has now, a lot he's of a years ahead. He's useless. Just say it. You think he's useless going to the World Cup? Is that what you think? Yes. Okay, fair enough. Off of that cameo. Now, I would agree that I was not impressed with his cameo as much as he drew the uh, would be potential penalty. He looked a little disconnected. He looked a little out of place. Mm -hmm. He didn't look dangerous or all that. I mean, he just didn't have it. Right. I agree. I agree with that. But I'm just not a guy who's going to say, okay, he had one appearance off the bench. He didn't look like he had it. And get him the hell off the team. Like, whoa, my God. There is ju- That is just such a preloaded reaction from people who want Landon Donovan on the team. And, and no, like- no, no, no.
0: I, I don't want Donovan on this team. I, dude, I, I went into it with, with Julian Green having a clean slate. But after watching him play him, I this, oh, he fine. just looks he look, he looks like a boy among you men. saw
1: him for 27 minutes. 27 a, minutes.
0: A boy among
1: men. And I'm oh. sure I'm not the
0: only person who
1: thinks no. this. He struggled. Is he the first player to struggle in a friendly? Matt. Oh, Matt. Hey, here's a question: If I came out of an ice, like I was frozen. I'm a I'm a, I'm a frozen caveman. I was unfrozen a week ago, right? Hypothetically, I'm a, I'm unfrozen a week ago. First national team game I'm watching: US Azerbaijan. Second national team game I'm watching: USA Turkey. Uh-huh. If you ask me about Matt Beisler, what am I gonna say?
0: He's the worst.
1: What they? Uh, why is this guy on the team? So that's my point. It's like you can't just say he plays. The kid plays twenty-seven minutes. Looks lost. Looks out of play. Looks uh, looks like you know he didn't play well. He was not good as much as Jurgen Klinsmann tried to paint it in a different way. Jurgen Klinsmann tried to paint the positive, happy picture. He didn't play well. I agree with that. I agree with everybody on that point. But the whole early verdict, guilty. He's not worthy of being on the team stuff i mean come on now maybe that'll be the case maybe he will maybe that'll just be what he gives you and maybe he will not play a single minute in the world cup i just don't think one twenty-seven minute cameo where he actually did almost draw a penalty means yeah. the guy should not be on the team like come on like that's I know, I know. Landon Donovan is scoring goals in MLS now, that's, so it's like that's oh, not well. what I'm
0: saying. But, but I, I, I know, the-
1: I know you're not saying it, but everybody's saying a lot of the, all pretty much 99 percent of the Landon Donovan fan club, the Landon Donovan, oh, the I miss you, Landon people. They are jumping all over this. Yeah, bad performance from Julian Green, and he did play badly. Well, he did. My, my there's with, no doubt about.
0: It. My thing with Julian Green is this, and, and look, he he's 18 years old. He, he has, a, and you and I both agree on this. You know, when it comes to these kids, you know, you don't need to crush them because look, they have a lot of games ahead of them, and they're just, they just get, get the whole. It's not even ahead of about them. that though. But, it's but, not, but the not even th- about that. He's
1: but, not. But, it's not about the his future thing. It's about the. It's like, had he already like passed the verdict on him on a one twenty seven minute a cameo? That's that's just well. I guess I think of it like way this. too easy. I
0: guess I think of it like this: when when I look at guys on the bench who did not play in this game, I would have said Bedoya probably had would have had more of an impact than Jordan Green. But three, games. Had. It's Aaron three Johansson games. It's three games. It's not had about more the
1: result. It's not about the result. It's about a series where you're getting people minutes to get them all ready for a tournament. It's not about we have to be turkey for this imaginary tournament that we are not in. The match itself didn't matter. The, it's the group of matches getting the entire team minutes. That's ridiculous. Do, Bedoya, who cares? you played the first game. He's probably going to start in the second game. It's not about him. You got to get everybody some minutes. Like that's 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 silly. That has nothing to do with anything. Back to my point. <laughs> Julian Green <Did> <laughs> Julian Green played badly. He didn't – well, he didn't play that well. He didn't play well. He didn't play well. But the whole – oh, look at that. He's he's atrocious. No. Yeah, like he should be on the team. Get him off now. Someone hit him. Someone do a Nancy Kerrigan and get Landon Donovan in here. Like, I, I you know what? People are going to do – people are going to feel that way because that's what they want. Because it's – you get a lot – I mean, look. Are there people who are judging him based on like and, – and they don't have the, the prejudice – Sure, you're. I'll, you know, you're. You're one. I know you're not. Like you don't have to land a Donovan poster in your in your room. No, I anymore. don't. I do not. And all. <laughs> and trust me, I, I I went
0: to a pool party this weekend, and about like twenty guys were like, "Oh, it was Donovan not on the roster," and I'm like, "Okay, well, I'll break it down for you." And they're like, "Okay, right. but but was Donovan not on the roster," yeah, and I was yeah, like, right. so, I was like, so, you so, clearly didn't even listen to what I said about this guy and this guy and this guy."
1: It's. Uh, you know what? It, it, it's just on. Um, it's just. It and it's funny. What's funny is I actually wrote a piece. Uh, for gold.com on, and it dropped Sunday morning. And, and it was actually about how Davis and Green have to fight Donovan's ghost because Donovan, the ghost of Donovan's career continues to linger. And it's, it, um, obviously it's hovering over Klinsman, but it's hovering badly over Davis and, and Green. And Davis, to his credit, has done well. David Davis was great and Azerbaijan friendly. Got a chance to start against Turkey. Did okay. I mean, I didn't think he, like so. I know some people raved about. Him. I thought he did okay. Um, but Julian Green, first game, not impressive. And outcomes, the I told you so's, and the, the why is Dan? Why is he there instead of Donovan? It's like, oh man, it's it's just like let's. Oh, I don't know, man. I, you know what? It's inevitable. I know that. I know it's inevitable. Yeah, people are still going to do
0: it when the team's in Brazil. Oh, you know, you know. let's just say
1: the U.S. Uh, yeah, gets no points. Oh, if Donovan was there, the U.S. would have at least got third in the group. And man. it's not – you know what? But it's not even the team thing. It's the individual thing. It's the Julian Green. It's the fact that there's this perception by a lot of people that like, Julian Green, it's Julian Green's fault. <laughs> not there's the, that is the There's I know. Case. There I know it's people crazy. people who blame – and it, it, before it was – it was a lot of other guys. It was as well Nalowski as Brad Davis, but and you know now that Davis has played well, mm-hmm. people are easing off of Davis, yeah, and sure now I mean. it's become a just complete mob on Julian Green. And and I'm not saying the kid is me- I'm not saying he's the German American Messi. I'm not saying he's going to tear it up. I'm not saying he's lighting the world on fire. I'm not saying just wait, he'll show you the real Julian Green. I'm not saying any of that. I just think like let, let's take it easy. With the final verdict proclamations. because You know what? And another thing, I know there's people who love to be the first one to shout some stuff so they can like, be like, ah, see, I told you, ah, I told you this kid's not good enough. This kid's terrible. I'm hearing that too. I'm hearing that, you know what? Maybe, maybe he's not ready. Maybe he isn't ready. But like, let's get, like, I, for me, I, I mean, he's not going to, I don't think he'll start against Nigeria. But I would like to see more of the kid before we throw the dirt on the grave, right? I mean, come on. Let's see a couple, let's see another game. Let's see him against Nigeria, and you know what? Maybe he settles down. Maybe now that he got that out of his system, mm-hmm. he'll be able to play or not. Maybe he'll go against Nigeria and crap the bed and just be invisible, <laughs> and then and and then it's going to be like you know <laughs> did, congressional did, hearings about why Len Donovan is not on the team. I,
0: I don't think this show can go without one show of you with with you not saying crap the bed in it. <laughs>
1: All right, man. Uh, enough of my ranting. I know. You know you're, what, on, you're
0: on fire. I have to say, these, these last <laughs> 30 minutes, I, I was scared. And I mean, I'm like 3,000 miles from you. I'm scared that you're going to like jump I'll, through the mic and strangle me.
1: I'll bring it all back, and I'll say this. If you're one of the people who wants the passage of Final Verdict on Green, that's your prerogative. You are entitled. It's a free country. Thank you. I appreciate all, that. all I'm saying is 27 minutes in one, ca- in one appearance so far in this series is a little premature to already pass judgment on the kid. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No, oh, okay, wait. I,
0: I'm, I'm saying for Brazil. Based off this performance, I don't think Julian Green well, gets playing off, time in Brazil. Based,
1: well, based off this performance, there's a lot of guys who won't get playing time in Brazil. And then what are you going to do, play seven players? Like, that's, come on. Really? Come on. I mean, that's, I, that's well, Tim, Chandler, Tim Chandler won't play. Uh, Who else won't play? Like, there, there's several guys. Uh, Matt Beezer won't play uh Jermaine to some people Jermaine Jones won't won't play cuz he wasn't great. Je- Jeff Cameron, hey. Jeff Cameron wasn't great so, according to some people. You you're, you're running out of people. Yeah, you're running out of people. Who who we start calling up here? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> man
0: Donovan. Also yeah, also nice nice Nancy Kerrigan reference in the show.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how old that reference is, so I don't know how many people are going to get it, but
0: I think people should get that. Yeah, I know. Uh
1: hey,
0: I if I, if I got it, people will get it.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm sure people are going to kill me for for I- infringing on their right to to have a epi- No, everyone's entitled to their opinions, and I'm entitled to tell you that your opinion is
0: <laughs> That's all I'm saying, folks.
1: See, think, all- think, I- things <laughs> like
0: this is why people leave you crap
1: comments. <laughs> no, you know, no, but you when it comes down to it, I agree the kid did not play yeah. well. And 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 it was a little it was it was kind of funny cuz I I'm I'm actually the one who asked Clinsman uh, about Green mm-hmm. in the press conference, and, and then he, he and you know I, I thought he would say oh he struggled, blah, blah, blah. but he was just like you know more with the positives, and 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 you can't blame him, right? I mean, it's a 19 year old kid. Yeah, you're not gonna crush him. No, you're gonna look, uh, accentuate the positives. You're gonna point out he's looking good in training. You're gonna mention that for the second straight game he could have had a penalty call. Um, you know he could have drawn a penalty. Um. But and I, it, it, he was very positive, and it was a little surprising because I didn't think he played well. But th- then the whole other extreme, the whole <laughs> this kid looks like he has no business anywhere near a U.S. national team uniform. And that's just it's just it's like I don't know.
0: It, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. Yeah, I, I just look uh...
1: people. You know what? He has, I, he has a lot of I, games ahead of him, I'm convinced. I, I'm convinced. I'm gonna say. Do you think I'm he gets con- playing time in love- Brazil? Uh, 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 no, uh, well, you know what? Before the f- before the series, I said I could see him getting some minutes off the bench. But for me, Aaron Johansson, Brad Davis, and Mista Discrude yeah. are your attacking guys. They're your attacking options off the bench, right? And so, and, and now it seems even more like yes, those guys are ahead of Julian Green. Yeah. So maybe he probably, he might not get minutes. He might not. Well, in, in but, I, but look, I, I, let me say I'm just gonna make this point. Yeah. In my in my opinion, I honestly feel. Like There are a good number of people who want him to fail, who want him to just be terrible so they can say, see, your Klinsman is an idiot. He should have called Landonovan in, eh. and now look at the disaster. Look at the mess he made. I am convinced, and and it might sound crazy. It might sound extreme to say U.S. fans would want something like that to happen, but I've seen it in the past from some people, some U.S. fans who care more about their own pre-established uh, opinions and, and having those come true and having those ultimately be proven right. They care more about that than about the actual team itself and how the team's doing. I, I've seen it. I've seen it. And that's not everybody. That'd be crazy to say everybody's like that. But there's that small subset of, God, of people who they care more about their opinion being right than about their team actually succeeding. And it, I don't know. It's, it's sad. It, it's sad, but it is what it is. That, that's my thing about Julian Green. I, I think
0: he could become a really good player, but right now when I look at the team going to Brazil Ivis, I think there's better options coming off the bench in a game against Ghana, Portugal, and Germany. Yes, that's, that is my that, yes. that's, that's how I saw Julian Green's performance. I sat there and said, well, eh, well you know what okay there's better there's, there's, there's guys who are better than him
1: right well, I agree, and you know what I, that was I, that was the case before the games, and that's the case after the game, so nothing really changed there. so uh, you know I, if you really want to ask a question. The question you really want to ask is if Landon, let's just hypothesize <laughs> stop, now. Stop, no, stop. Pandora's box is coming open. Now.
0: Uh, what? Did you get enough sleep last Did you get too much sleep last night? Is that what's going on?
1: Here's the question. Oh. <laughs> if Landon Donovan was on this team, would he, he would, be would he be a better option than mix discrete Ariel Hansen and Brad Davis? Would he? Hmm. Mm. I bet you there's a lot of people that would say yes. And a lot of those people. Are really emotionally attached to Landon Donovan.
0: <sighs> I'm trying to think. I mean, Brad Davis, you need to service late in games if you're looking for a goal. Uh,
1: there you go. I mean, mixed is screwed.
0: as a spark pull it off the bench and I mean Johansson just puts himself in the right spot. So
1: so there we have it. I know, and, and right? that's
0: what I was telling everyone over the weekend. Everyone's like, Well, Landon Donovan. I'm like, guys, he's just Well, that's
1: what there's it's guys th- who
0: offer better stuff than him right now. That's just the way it is. And
1: hey, but that's and that's the that's the thing, right? That's the nature of the whole thing. If you're if you're Jurgen Klinsmann and you're building your roster, and you're looking at your attack, and you're looking at the guys you have at your disposal in your attack, the guys who you could bring off the bench, the guys who you think are going to start, and you're looking at Landon Donovan, and you're saying to yourself, "Is he going to start for me? No, maybe not. He can't press like he can't. He doesn't do the defensive work to make our system work on the wings. He's not going to unseat the guys that are forwards." So he's not going to start. Am I bringing him off the bench? Is he necess- Is he de- absolutely? Is he going to give me what Brad Davis gives me? Not really. Is he going to give me what Aaron Hansen gives me? No. So then all of a sudden, where is he on your depth chart? And then if you're at, if you have him at the bottom, is he a guy who's going to be a twentieth player on the team? Is he a guy who's not going to get many? T- be happy with not getting many minutes? you know what I mean like is he a guy who's gonna sulk is he a, you know is he a guy you know I know yeah I know the guy's like oh I'm the biggest cheerleader you know he he'd be a great teammate he he of course he says all the right things but Clinton has to think about these things and then he has this 19 year old kid with a bright future and tons of talent and decides you know what I'm gonna bring Julian green he might not play but I'll bring him we'll see what he can do we'll t- we'll cap t- we'll tie him up He'll be part of the team, and that's what, another thing. He probably gets at least a minute in the World Cup, right? Because he'll be tied then. But actually, he's already tied, right? Because he did the switch, so yeah. he's already tied. But you bring him in, have him experience that, have him be part. And and, and where the, the big issue is Klinsman with the whole I'm not I'm not factoring in 2018, which for me I, I I I this I totally don't believe that. I totally don't believe that. There's no way he doesn't at least in some level build this team with some thought toward the future that's just disingenuous i don't and obviously he can't say that but it's obvious it's obvious <laughs> and i think that's where i think that's where people are like uh yeah like the, people go the other extreme and say oh all he cares about is 2018 it's like it's not that either folks so well he's preparing again, he's preparing
0: preparing for 2022 come on ivus be real here
1: Right. so my my, my thing is this it's like you know, if you want to like go nuts about Julian Green and and tie that into the Landon Donovan thing, just because even if Landon Donovan replaced Julian Green, doesn't mean he'd be getting minutes ahead of these other guys. And may, maybe I think people forget that.
0: Uh, I was. We'll put a cap on the Julian Green talk. We'll save it for the next. I'm running show. Out of, yeah, I'm and running out of you, soap boxes over here. I know I'm we're thinking. running out of material for you. Um, you know, Tim Howard, just real quickly, some other guys. Uh, Tim Howard, once again, had a good game. Brad Guzan, solid number two in goal. I thought your tweet from the game was hilarious when, in the second half, you said Howard made a good save. Then you're like, no, correction. I can't get my bald-headed goalkeepers <laughs> goalkeepers in order. I thought that was
1: pretty funny. Actually, it was yeah, it was my bald-headed U.S. national team, purple-clad goalkeepers in order because if you're sitting where I'm sitting and you're watching and you're kind of looking out to where, where Guzan was and he was on the far end – um you know, they're both like six two, six three. Well, actually, I think Tim 6'3", three, uh, Guzan six four. They're both bald. They're both wearing purple. I mean, for a split second, it's like, oh, hey, Tim Howard, say hey, whatever. And then, like, I had forg- you know. It- it's a tweet. It is what it is. But uh yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, they, they should not be allowed to wear the same exact shirt. I think they should change it. No, they should
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uh the crowd though, I this it looked it looked fire. Dude, the
1: crowd looked awesome, man. I mean, what it was that looked like an awesome experience. I yeah, it was, you know what? <laughs> and I know some people who make that easy joke, but it's, it's it's obviously and by far the best atmosphere that stadium's ever seen. There's been some games that there were some really, really good atmospheres there, and that stadium is built very well to, to hold in the sound and, 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 and the vibe of a, of a crowd, but that crowd was lively, and they were into it from the beginning, and you know what? It wasn't even just the game. The whole weekend, the whole New York City experience, the so U.S. soccer blew it out. They did all sorts of media stuff. They had press conferences. They had the Times Square uh, event on Friday where they had the team come out and all the fans were there uh there was so much stuff going on the the, the infamous pep rally uh yeah i mean i i I don't know much about the pep rally but yes there was a pep rally uh you know there was the night before party american outlaws once again with a quality party uh ao new york uh i I believe helped organize that and and they did a good job and we had a great time as well (laughs) me and it's a great i mean i tell you what it's great meeting meeting uh l- listeners uh, of the show. I mean, we had, I tell you what man, a pretty decent amount. Nobody nobody bought me a, shir- uh, a Shirley Temple Wow, oh, What is
0: wrong with everyone?
1: Or, I don't know. I'm a big dude. Nobody really wants to dude,
0: Are you come kidding at me? me? You're yeah. like you're like the weakest guy in the bar. You're not going to do uh, anything? Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. But uh but yeah, no, it was good. It, it was great. It was great. The whole weekend. The whole I mean, every Friday there were events. I actually went out to uh, uh, to Hoboken, and they had a pretty cool event where they had like more than 100 Gatorade. They did an event with a bunch of kids, and they were giving away trips. Graham Zusi and Omar Gonzalez showed up, and their kids are going crazy. You had this like little, this, you had this like U10 girls team that was freaking out when they saw Omar Gonzalez. It was great. It was just, just the whole vibe in the area for soccer, and to see so much. Uh, interest and and passion for the sport is just great you love it you love seeing it pick up it, it, like you love seeing <clears throat> media day with all sorts of media there uh that you know are not regulars there you know people you know all the different media outlets are there and it's just it's great to see man i mean i'm not you know technically at this point in the game i'm an old timer so i mean i'm not an old old timer but i'm an old timer and i mean i remember 2002 the U.S. played a giant stadium in the second game of their send-off that that go round, and there was not. I mean, they had stuff, they had events, but it, it wasn't. There it, it wasn't that. There wasn't this much excitement. There really wasn't. The excitement in 2002 came during the tournament when the U.S. started rolling and people started really going crazy. Uh, but before the World Cup, it was quiet. And here we are, 12 years later, and and you just feel it, man. You just felt it all the way through. Friday, Saturday and on to Sunday. Great, great showing. Uh, And and it's great, man. The fans deserve a ton of credit. American Outlaws, I mean, they are are a revelation what they've been able to do in in helping organize this passionate uh, fan base in this country, particularly the young fans who are really into it and really want to be involved, really want to be at every game uh it's great man and, and for me i love being a part of it i love being there i love being at the games I love being at the at, at, the, at the parties because i gotta be there <laughs> yeah i know with you my, do that's why we that's
0: why we didn't have a show on sunday night
1: Nah, come on <laughs> i had a lot i had a lot to do i'd love it but yeah no it was great so and uh you know for me it was you know my 99th cap so it, it was pretty special there.
0: did you tell tim howard that your next one's gonna be the 100th with him
1: uh we hadn't had that conversation yet but God we, tell i'm man. sure we will. We'll have it. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before. But uh, but yeah, so yeah, me and I mean, Tim Howard and I, knock on wood, we'll both get our 100th caps down in Jacksonville. I'll be heading down there on Friday. Looking forward to it. I heard amazing things about the last time that, Jackson, that Jacksonville had a game, and I was kind of disappointed that I missed it. So, you know, I want to see what they can do this time around in a very important game against Nigeria.
0: And then you're off to Brazil, man, just like that.
1: Oh, don't talk about it, man. Don't talk. I am a week away Actually, a week. Uh, yeah, a week and uh, a week and a half a day. Let's let's oh. let's check the Ibis checklist of things. Have you bought
0: your new luggage yet? Yes. Have you packed yet? No, but I'm thinking about
1: packing already. No, you're not. You're gonna wait till the last second. No, definitely not. <laughs> I'm actually gonna pack for Brazil. Before I go to Jackson, I, oh, no, like, I I then, don't I'm, believe I, you at all. No, I'm serious. I man. know you I so to... well. You're gonna procrastinate till the last second. Nah, no, not when it. Nah, man, not this time. World Cup's different, man. The World Cup. I want to make sure I have everything I need. I want to make sure the ba- the bag is packed well and isn't super heavy. And you know, I, I, see, I, and I need to also see how much I can take because, I mean, I'm gonna be in, uh, for, you know, I'm gonna be in Brazil a long time. I'm gonna be in Brazil until July 22nd. So I'm there. For the whole tournament, and I'm there after the tournament. I'll be spending time with my grandfather. Nice and for those for those who don't know, he lives he's lived in Brazil for 50 years. Uh, there's a whole backstory to that. I, I won't get into now, but it's great. We, we, you know it's great kind of connecting with him and, and hanging out. We've hung out in, in Peru a few times, but now I'm actually going to get to go to his to go to Brazil and you know meet his meet the family in Brazil uh because i have i have a decent amount of family in brazil so it's it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing man so uh but yeah i want to just want to make sure all my stuff's packed well and 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 we're ready to roll but yeah man it's a week away it is a week away it's crazy it's crazy so actually funny enough i just picked up my malaria pills (laughs) i go see my doctor today and i tell him you know what uh what do you know about malaria pills should i be taking them i'm going to the amazon he's like yeah you know what go ahead so uh, he puts in the order for me. I go to the pharmacy, and the, ph- and, I, and the pharmacist is like, does the doctor tell you how to take these? And I'm like, no. And then he tells me you know, once a week, blah, blah, blah. And then I ask him, I was like, are there side effects? Like, what, what are the side effects? Are there anything crazy? And then he's like, well, there's seizures. And I'm like, what the hell? Well, that's like that's
0: like, like with any pill. Actually, I've heard you have crazy dreams if you take malaria pills.
1: I'm going to take them then. I, I've awesome heard that. Good. But you
0: know I don't what? think you're it's supposed to – are you supposed to drink it's though? I don't think you're allowed to drink when you take
1: malaria pills. I don't drink all the time. Settle down. I drink yeah. twice a month, maybe. But no, but what, what I will say is, uh, yeah, and when he said seizures, and I'm like, really? Like, uh, 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 maybe not. Maybe <laughs> well, that, I'll take that, my- that's like with every pill. If you take too much Advil, you, you can have, like, liver damage
0: and a seizure. I mean, that, that's a good
1: thing. Apparently, one pill could do it. Like that's Really? Little... One pill? jeez. geez. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I have them. So... I'm going to call my doctor up and be like, are you sure? Are you sure I should be taking these pills? So we'll see. We'll see. I'm only going to be there. I'm actually only going to be in Manaus for two days. So That's why you don't take malaria pills if you're going to be there for two days? Mm. it will be fine. All right. It's on you if I end up with malaria.
0: You'll be fine,
1: dude. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But what it's, are, it's, what, it's what are you going to do? Are you seriously going like to walk off into the
0: jungle, You know the rainforest? I mean, you're, you're going to be like in the middle of the city. You'll be fine.
1: You don't even know Manaus. You don't, You act like, you're like Noah, you have a man, map of Manaus in your head.
0: Bro, right, I've, I've Wikipedia-ed it, all right? So just take oh. it easy, okay? Actually, <laughs> like, actually... Like <laughs> 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 funny story is that we went to Bangkok Bangkok's like one of the worst cities in the world and my buddy when we left oh Bangkok my when he when he, when he, when he, when he when my buddy left Bangkok he's like he's like Wikipedia lied it said it was great this city sucks so Wikipedia is not true for certain cities
1: so and for all you people from Bangkok direct your hate mail to ga- <laughs> sbigarrett at gmail.com I'm, hey, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just hey like you guys I, I just speak the truth on this show okay <laughs> okay I just keep it real. Alright? You know, you yeah, and, you in you buddy. in the fantasy world that you live in, I keep it real on this show. I provide quality intro music. I provide oh, quality hey, oh, insight.
1: Hey. The intro music is mine, buddy. I know. It's
0: you know my favorite part is when people congratulate me for the intro music because I know you're oh, just like,
1: God. oh F that. I know, absolutely. I'm <laughs> like, Are you kidding me? This guy couldn't identify the artists. Who, who, who did this? Song. That's not true. I know about half of them. The other, the half? other half are like from like the 1960s. I dude. would say twenty percent. Twenty percent. Twenty-five percent tops. You're insane. Absolutely. No that's, you that that's reckless. That is. That's reckless. Guess I You weren't even born when half these songs came out. I was. Talking?
0: I grew what? up. I come on. I didn't grow up in a cul-de-sac, and I grew up. I grew up. You know, with, with you know, where
1: you know, the music.
0: <laughs> <you> know?
1: <laughs> Settle down. Okay. Yeah. You're you losing it. I'm losing it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right, uh bringing it back to the show and to relevant topics. Uh at the World Cup, Ivis, all the other teams' rosters have been announced. Giuseppe Rossi not called up to the Italy team. I mean, come on, he has to be regretting that decision. Not playing for the US, right?
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's <laughs> I, I will say I'm sure there are a lot of US fans that are are enjoying that. And uh you know, it, for me, I I I think it's it's sad and unfortunate. I mean, and, you know, I've known the kids since he was pretty little, and and say what you want about his decision to not his decision to play for Italy, but I mean, quality player. You hate to see him get injured the way he did, and when he came back, he thought, okay, maybe he'll actually make it. But it looks like maybe he wasn't physically all the way back, and uh, it was I I did and I tweeted this. I, it was a little ironic mm-hmm. that the day he doesn't make the team for Italy. Uh, is the same day that the U.S. national team is playing a friendly in his home state and not far at all from where he grew up. And it's like, you can't help but wonder, right? You can't help but wonder, imagine Giuseppe Rossi, a healthy Giuseppe Rossi uh, would be starting on this team. No doubt about it. And it's unfortunate and, you know, but when it comes down to it, and I mean, I wrote, I wrote, Really lengthy and detailed column about the Rossi decision a long time ago, and my and, and the main point of it was that when he was growing up, when he was really little, MLS wasn't really that established. American soccer didn't have those big didn't have the the, the high profile stars that it has now. It has more you know more pro, higher profile players than it ha, than it had then. And his father was obviously a big influence in his life and was a big Italian national team fan, and that was what he. That's what he grew up watching and and admiring, and you know the if he was if 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 Giuseppe Rossi mm-hmm. had been born five six years later, I firmly believe he plays for the u s because m l s is a little bit more established you have you have some more players to look up to mm-hmm. but he didn't have that he didn't have that you know so uh People want to get on him and want to kill him about that fact, and 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 I, you understand it, right? You get why people are, are are upset at the fact that he didn't play for his country of birth. But I mean, I, for me, I've never held a grudge on him for that because I understand why what he grew up in, the environment he grew up in, and why he made that decision. And and I, and you know what? I I bet you he does not regret that decision because he, you know, his father. His father passed away. His father was, for those who don't know, Giuseppe Rossi. His father was a legendary high school soccer coach in New Jersey, and, and actually happened to be the coach of the top team in the in the area that I covered for the for my local newspaper. You know, for ten years, so I actually got to know uh, Fernando Rossi very well. Uh, he was really kind of one of those first coaches who who you know really exposed me to the game. And and I mean, the guy was a genius, right? And and, and Giuseppe Rossi, his son. Little eight-year-old kid who like could play with the high school kids. He had that kind of skill already at eight, nine, um, and the guy loved his father. And, and his father, his father was all about Italy and all about the Italian national team. And then Rossi, at fourteen, wasn't it even. It might, actually it was twelve. At twelve, he goes to to Parma. He goes to Italy. So that and at that point, when he left, he didn't have those ties, those attachments to American soccer. So it was bound to happen. So I know. It's natural for people to revel in it. I know some people are going to dance on the grave and say, ha-ha, you should have played for us. Screw you, trader, blah, blah, blah. But there's a perfectly good explanation for why he went the route he went. And for me, his situation, very different than Nevis Subotic. Because you know what? Subotic played for the U.S. He was he played on the U-17 team. He went on record saying he, he would not never play for another national team. And then he wanted to play for Germany, but couldn't play for Germany. And then he settled for Serbia and tried to make, and from in my opinion, tried to make it, you know, seem like it was this, you know, admirable, you know, reason for him going that route. But I mean, I have I t- definitely understand. I feel like I understand uh, the hatred towards Sobotic far more than the hatred towards Rossi. And that may again, maybe that's because I know Rossi's actual story.
0: Uh, in other news, Ivis Falcao did not make Columbia's final roster. He had that injury in January, could not get back to match fitness. Does this kill Columbia's chances?
1: Uh, you know what? I, see, I, it was always ambitious, man. It was always a little unrealistic to 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 think he could come back from an ACL that quickly. And I know there was this whole, this whole story that, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad and He's 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 recovering well, and it's just like you know what you're rushing the guy back, you're asking for trouble. If he were healthy, then yes, you, but he wasn't healthy. He was he cl- clearly wasn't healthy, so they lost him when he got injured. They didn't lose him now, um, and you know what though, Columbia man, they have quality. They have quality. Mm-hmm. They have James Rodriguez, Jackson, you know, Jackson Martinez. They have. Um, uh, Baca, Carlos Baca, who's coming off a big season, they have players. They they will score goals. Their defense is organized. They're tough to score on. Peckerman's a quality coach. They're, they're going to be there. They're for me, even without their best player, they're going to make noise in this World Cup, in my opinion.
0: Uh, moving over to MLS news, I was the biggest thing from the weekend was that of the huge signing for NYCFC signing David Villa. Uh, I mean, look they... they there's no way of saying this, Ivis. This is a huge signing for the first-year club that will begin play very shortly, and uh,
1: I think it's awesome that uh, V is going to be playing in Major League Soccer. It's the first step, people, and we said it way back when. NYCFC is not doing anything small on a small scale. They're, all their DPs are going to be big-time DPs. They're not going to spare any expense, and the first player kind of shows you they're headed in that direction because David V is a quality player. He can still play at a very high level. He just won the La Liga title with Atletico Madrid, played in the Champions League final. Guy, he can he still has plenty left to offer. Um, so that is a huge, huge pickup for them. And um, as far as I understand, I mean NYCFC will have all three DP slots ready to roll when they begin play. And and you, I'm really interested to see the roster that they put together and how they put that roster together, how they hit the international market. How, what bargains they find, how they find a way to circumvent the cap, which I know some people are, are are already wondering about and worried about. And we're going to see. We're going to see how they pull it all off. And uh, you know what? I think that they're not messing around, and, and they're going to be a handful right away in year one. Uh, who else do you think they're going to go sign, Avis? Well, obviously, Lampard's been rumored. Yeah. Um, and everything I hear is that that is going to happen. Um, nothing official yet, but... You know what? If you could bet on it, you'd probably want to put a little money on that. Uh, and then they're going to go get another DP, and you know you'll see who that is. Uh, I, I think uh, you know th- if I'm a betting man, they will have three DPS for their opening game, and and they're going to be pretty solid ones. Uh, MLS did play
0: this past weekend, and there were a couple what? of what?
1: Been... <laughs> oh,
0: oh, stop it! All right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, there was some big games, some big. Not some steps, but some just huge games, Ivis. Uh, Seattle defeated Real Salt Lake, ending their undefeated streak to start the season. Uh, I think you and I both said that. I mean, look, RSL, just a lot of things going against them. Guys caught up to the national team, lots of injuries. Seattle knocks them off. I mean, what does this mean?
1: Well, I mean, look, if you look at that RSL roster, I mean, that RSL lineup that went out there, and it just it got to a certain point And we called, we both called it last week. Going into this game, that it was a lot to ask a patchwork RSL team it, not as good as their bench is, but asking a patchwork RSL def- a team to go into Seattle and win a game there. And, and Seattle, I know Seattle's missing Dempsey and Yedlin, but they have so much quality still mm-hmm. there. Uh, and you saw it. You saw it. Marco Papa uh, really putting his stamp on that, uh, on his uh, arrival in Seattle. He had his growing pains. He had his issues early on, but now he's looking legit. Uh, Obafemi Martins is going to do what he does. Um, that Solid performance for them. We had we we both had Seattle winning, but I, neither one of us had them uh, winning in a romp. And uh, you know what? If you're RSL, you lick it. You know, you lick your wounds, back to the drawing board. Mm-hmm. And I think they'll be fine. I think I, I don't think there's all of a sudden a tailspin because they finally lost the game. They're going to be okay. Um, but it, you know what? It's just tough when you're missing so many key players. Uh, now you have Alvaro Sabarillo, who not is not going to the World Cup, but he, he's he's injured. He broke his foot. He's out three to four months, and you know what? There's that much more pressure on the likes of Ole Miss Garcia, uh, Devin Sandoval, yep. who's having a great opportunity now to get some minutes. So <clears throat> Jeff Kassar is really going to earn his money now in the upcoming weeks. Uh, in the
0: crazy world of MLS, the Montreal Impact defeated the, defeated the New England Revolution 2-0, to ending their five-match winning streak. I mean, Ivis, we, we thought Montreal was dead in the water, but as you always like to say, MLS is crazy, and results like this will happen.
1: The opposite happens way more than you realize the like the opposite expected outcome it's crazy how often it happens in mls and here we go montreal give them credit new england you know they didn't they were they were flat they didn't they didn't they weren't at their highest level did they overlook montreal uh possibly but no credit to the impact they got the job done a very important victory for them you know they, they've they had a, obviously a disappointing season uh frank lopez You had to think was under some serious pressure Uh, and now they go out and get that result. And you know what? It's, that's still not the end of it for them. They, they went and traded for footy Danzo from the Portland Timbers. So I think that's a pretty solid pickup for them. They need some depth uh, in central defense. And, you know, I had heard rumblings that that Baki Sumari might go to Montreal, uh, you know, but I, I think the salary issue, uh, Sumari salary might've, might've gotten in the way of that. But footy Danzo, that's a pretty solid pickup uh danzo never seemed to quite be caleb porter's player uh you know i think i think he always i think porter i mean porter obviously played danzo but i don't think he was ever a huge fan of his uh has kind of come out of the doldrums a bit and and now there's talk about taylor twelman with another uh you know little news scoop on twitter uh reporting that julian lesco has been offered a a big two million dollar bid from portland and if they can go get Jolene Lescott, I mean, he, Lescott, he is quality. He's quality. He can still play. Um, I think he'd be an excellent addition for them. So we'll see. We'll see what what uh, what, what happens there. Uh, Vancouver Whitecaps and Portland Timbers played to
0: a seven-goal thriller. Uh, Vancouver, on the road, Ivis, we've talked about this, not the best team on the road, but, I mean, a couple things went their way in this game, two PKs. I think Portland now has the highest number of PKs conceded at eight. Uh, so far to start the season and uh, Vancouver going on the road defeating Portland I mean that's that's big time right there
1: yeah I mean look some calls clearly didn't go Portland's way and you could kind of understand Caleb Porter's uh, anger at the fact that you know there were some calls that went Vancouver's way and similar calls did not go Portland's way so yes you could say sour grapes whatever but you know what yeah Portland's gonna have to just uh, pick it, pick themselves up off, off the mat and and move on. They're, they've played pretty well. They've they've gone on a nice little run. They didn't win this game, but they showed some good heart and fighting back on a couple of occasions. But look, you got to give Vancouver some credit. Carl Robinson has done an excellent job. I don't know if he's he I don't know if he's getting the credit he deserves uh, for coming in there, his first professional coaching job, and uh, you know taking a team and and really kind of you know they look good right now. And again, Vancouver the last two years has looked good in the first half of the season. So the real we'll see the real story in the second half if if Carl Robinson can kind of avoid that happening for a third straight year. That's when it will really tell us if he's just where he is, but as of right now, Carl Robinson has done an excellent job and if you want to talk about coach of the year stuff, uh I think, you know what? He might be on the ballot. Uh, Toronto FC at home defeated the Columbus Crew 3-2. To Toronto had to come back
0: twice in this game. Ivis, I mean in the last uh ten, fifteen minutes of the game, Toronto FC just just really put Columbus on their back heels. Jermaine Defoe did have a brace in this one. His second goal was gorgeous. And uh Toronto FC without Michael Badley, I was putting together some impressive results here.
1: They needed that one. They needed that one. And look, Columbus without Higuain, that's asking a lot, right? I mean, without him, you're you're kinda of dead in the water. I didn't even know he wasn't playing in that game, but apparently he didn't play in the game. So that's a tough one to ask. But Jermaine Defoe is back. He's starting to roll. He's starting to He's kind of reminding people that hey, I'm the I'm the English striker that is supposed to light up MLS, not Bradley Wright Phillips. So Toronto, if they could put a result like that together without Michael Bradley, that's huge for them. DC defeated Sporting Kansas City one to zero. Fabian Espindola with the
0: goal in this one. Uh, I was Sporting Kansas City man win this in their last five games.
1: Cause for concern yet? Well, look, it's not helping their <laughs> supporter shield cause, but you know, it's the East man. It's the Eastern yeah. Conference. They're, they're gonna make the playoffs. I think they'll be right up there for for uh, for the number one seed because none of these teams are gonna run away with it, right? I mean, look at the Eastern Conference. Who in there is scaring you? New England just lost Montreal. Mm-hmm. DC is doing it with you know they're they're winning some ugly games and 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 you know they're not necessarily dominating people. So KC will be there. They'll get through this. Uh, you know, I, I think they'll be I think they'll be all right because you know what? For them, they just need to get in the playoffs, and I think they can r- run, make the run to the final again.
0: Chicago Fire, LA Galaxy, Mike McGee versus Landon Donovan. Uh, I have Slain Donovan with a late goal in this one. Man, he's he's making Jurgen look pretty bad, right?
1: <laughs> okay, so he's got what three goals now? <laughs> three goals and what two assists? Yep, he's on or, fire. Or, or... Oh, no, wait, three three goals and one assist? I, I right, let me check, but go ahead. No, you don't. You don't even have to check. But my point more is. Who's he played against? Uh,
0: He has played against uh, Philadelphia in their defense of the year and the Chicago Fire, who have the second best defense in the league.
1: Let's see. Goals loud. Philly, pretty bad. Chicago, not great. Those are just details. Come on, man. No, no, look, credit to Donovan, man. He's, He's really shaking off the disappointment, and he's playing well, and if you're LA, you're absolutely happy to see that. You're happy to see him step it up and do what he should have been doing in the beginning of the year and what he can still do. And LA is going to be there. They're going to get through. You know, when I look at the rest of conference standards right now, yes, Seattle and Narsell are at the top, but the next three, you know, Colorado, Vancouver, FC Dallas, I don't see any of those teams staying ahead of LA. I think LA will figure it out, get you know, put the pieces in order, and with Landon Donovan really motivated to really prove that he should be in Brazil. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna make a nice little run. I mean, obviously we got the break coming up, uh you know, the World Cup break, and and if if you're an informed team, you probably don't want that break to come. Uh, but you know what? Landon Donovan, man. He's really starting to warm up. And uh it is pretty funny considering uh, you know, you know, Klinsman, I picture Klinsman watching LA games secretly and going, damn it, he had to score again. <laughs> That was that what, was a really bad year. That was like my Boris and Natasha version of <laughs> year. <laughs> was pretty
0: bad. Uh, Philadelphia Ivys Donovan White. Philadelphia. Must you, need, I must you score every game. There you go. That's, that's much better. Uh, Philadelphia Ivys ne- They needed a win. They, they could not lose Chivas. They defeat them three to zero. Connor Casey with the brace in this one. Philadelphia man, clinging on for life. Hackworth also clinging
1: on. But they needed the win and they got it. You know, and all of a sudden two games... They're two and two in their last four. Uh, they might have given up nine goals in those two losses, but you still have gotten some points and 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 I, I feel like the pressure's a little bit off of Hackworth right now. Um, and we said it at the time, right, going into this run of games that they needed to get a couple of wins. Uh and, and they've gotten a couple wins. So, you know, they got two wins right there, KC. And Chivas, uh, before the break, you wanted to see them try to have it, you know, at least two to three wins. They have two. Now they go play the Whitecaps, and um, that's not going to be an easy one either. Uh, but you got to give the units some credit because they were they they were in such a rut, and then they go win that that win, they win that match in KC, and then they take care of business against Chivas USA. They needed those three points, and Hackworth absolutely needed those three points.
0: Uh Colorado defeated Houston Dynamo three to zero. Uh this is an interesting one, was because when Brad Davis came back for the dynamo a couple weeks ago, Dynamo were starting to put together some wins. He leaves for the US men's national team, and just like that, Houston on a three match losing streak. And what could
1: Houston do here to get out of this? I don't know, man. It's getting ugly. They've they've been shut out three straight times. Um you just wonder when the bleeding is going to stop, and it's you know the crazy thing is, as much as they've been awful lately, I mean, two straight three nil losses, uh, but they are in playoff position right now. I know they're they're in fourth place, but you know, are they going to hold on to that when you have Toronto FC and New York behind them? Uh, it's not going to be easy, but uh, you know what? I don't think Dom Kinnear's panicking because it's the Eastern Conference. And you know what? As long as you're kind of in that mix and you can put it on late when they get Davis and Bonilla Garcia back, I think that'll be all right. But it's ugly right now. It's ugly. Kinnear cannot be happy with the way his team's looking lately. Also in the final match of the
0: weekend, San Jose uh, defeated FC Dallas 2-1. to San Jose on a two-match winning streak. Ivis Dallas, their slide continues. We talked about this last show, the last win on April Nineteenth, Blas Perez did get a goal in this one, which you're an FC Dallas fan. I mean, you're really excited to see that. But uh, I mean, FC Dallas, Ibis, they are they are in a free for all now.
1: Yeah, man, it's uh, you know it's unfortunate, right? The injuries that they had that really kind of killed a, a promising start. I mean, think about it; they were five, they were five, one and one um, for their first seven games of the season, and then Mauro Diaz gets hurt. They get yep. smoked by DC United. And it's been downhill ever since. They're o 0 and two since that game, fateful game, since the Mauro Diaz injury. And I just don't know, man. I just don't know what they're going to do. They, I mean, you know, they're they're praying for that break right now. They have one more game. They play Colorado. Uh, they want to. I'm sure. You know, obviously, they want to try to get at least a point uh, out of that. And then you know what? When the break comes, you'll you'll see what what that means for them um and what getting closer to the transfer market means for them and if they're going to be active because i feel like they need to i need they need to go add some pieces i I don't think you know obviously if diaz is out uh for an extended period of time you know you need to replace the playmaking you need to replace that creativity and i'm not sure anyone is uh, stepping up to do that right now
0: and the final topic before we wrap up the show the SBI show is going to be talking
1: youth soccer. Yes, I said that correctly. It's
0: like all my wildest dreams have come true. We get to talk about youth <laughs> national teams on this show. U18 national team, well represented with Arizona guys. Ivis brooks and Sebastian Salcedo. But the biggest thing what we're talking about is Jurgen Klinsmann's son, Jonathan Klinsmann, called up to the U18 men's national team. You really had to plug your
1: Arizona yes, guys. Yes, I did,
0: baby. Really? Oh, babe. this is my one chance Nobody to talk cares. you soccer. Nobody
1: cares about the Arizona guys. They no, they care don't. care about one person here, here, on wait, team.
0: wait. I'll be serious. Here's a name for you. Brooks Lennon. Do, do remember that name, and I'm being serious when I say Lennon that. I know I'm who Brooks Lennon is. I'm letting, hey, I'm letting everyone else know who listens to the show. Remember that name. Um, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying.
1: Garrett is the president of the fan club. Uh, <laughs> look, John Klinsman. For those of you who were in a, you know, under a rock uh, for the past two weeks, yes, he is the same John Klinsman who tweeted the infamous tweet about Landon Donovan after the U.S. roster came out, and he is on the U.S. eighteen U.S. under eighteen national team. Uh, talk about interesting timing! I'm sure, and, and I know, I know people are going to have a field day with that, especially with the potential tweets. A uh, good thing for him, he canceled his account, right? Because he would be getting destroyed Could on Twitter right now. right now. Yeah, if he still had Twitter, it'd be amazing. But you know what? I, I'm almost at the point where I'm like, and I know he's not a kid, kid. I mean, he's 17. He's going to Cal, goalkeeper. You, he's already You know what? He might be. He seems to be a pretty decent goalkeeper. Um, you know, at, at a certain point, you gotta let the kid live it down, right? You you gotta let him kind of try to move on. But we're not there yet. We're gonna keep having fun with it because that's just what it is. <laughs> and as his father said, he learned a big social media lesson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh social media, man! It is like, uh, it's it's. There's more I feel like bad that comes out of social media than good. Sometimes
1: I don't know about that. It depends on who it is. If you know what you're doing, it can be great. That and is. If you true. don't know what you're doing, it can be very very bad.
0: That is also very. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I felt like being reckless on Twitter today, but I decided not to.
1: I thought you were already reckless this weekend with random pictures of you and your girlfriend. Yeah, Nobody wants to see this that. Weekend. Actually, actually, well, want to see that. Well, no, no. What
0: I was going to do was was my my friend, Amy. Uh, she her mom was a flight attendant, and, and she posted a picture on Facebook. It, and she's like, "My mom met Carlos Puyo on the plane." And I was like, "Oh, where, where's he flying to?" And Amy's like, "He's flying to RSL." And I was about to put on Twitter like breaking news: Carl, Carlos Puyo and RSL signing with the team. But I decided not to do that today. So.
1: So you just put it on here. Nice. Yeah, I just put it on
0: this show. But 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 I think everyone knows I'm joking. So
1: <laughs> I'm sure he, I'm sure he went to somebody you know, is going to run with this. I'm sure he I'm sure, he went, I'm sure
0: he went to Salt Lake and probably like flew to L. A. Or
1: oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sure. what? I'm I'm sure some unnamed <laughs> some unnamed sketchy Twitter accounts that love to wallow in fake rumors is going to be all over this and and have people actually believing something's going down.
0: Man,
1: eh, probably it is what it is, man. It's Twitter. Some people, I feel like people can't discern between legitimate purveyors of news and people who just scoop up rumors and just throw crap at walls. It, it, it is what it, it, it's just hilarious to me uh, seeing seeing people seeing people kind of duped by that. And, but it is you know it is what it is. The one good thing I will say, along with the fact that soccer is blowing up in this country, yes, there's a lot of quality media covering this game right now there's a there are so many uh so many quality reporters who who are on this beat and who are doing a great job of providing a- analysis uh providing feature stories it, quality quality coverage man i mean the coverage is, is so much more in depth i don't and, and look is there is there some suspect coverage is there some coverage that i'll look at and be always like, gonna be suspect coverage right but you know what there's a lot of good coverage out there, and U.S. fans should count themselves. You know what? They, it's they should be ha- absolutely thrilled at the amount of coverage that exists now for this team. Yeah. Oh, geez. some of it's great, some of it's not so much. Look
0: at this one. This one on the front page of CNN: World Cup protests should worry players.
1: Why even mention that?
0: Like, what I'm, what just saying, that well, I'm just saying. i just that suspect suspects stuff. I'm just. I'm just backing. What you up does that even have
1: this. to do? What are you talking about?
0: Just backing. That's you up my here, I was. Who wrote that? Um, I don't know. It's like a just looks like an AP article on CNN.
1: Oh AP, oh AP CNN, that's pretty legit. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I thought you were telling me some random rumor site or something. Like, like what sites? I'm not. I'm not putting anyone on blast. <laughs> in case anyone has ever noticed, I do not. I do not go after fellow journalists, and I don't also don't go after. Want to be fake journalists? Because I, 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 I don't. I don't believe in that. I believe in professional courtesy. Even if I don't like you, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call you out because that's just not me. That's just how I am. I'll praise people. Uh, I try to avoid. You know, because you know what? We all have a job to do. We all. Ha- it's not an easy job, and I think it could get a little sanctimonious when people try to like. You know, call out people in their own profession and, and uh. act like they're act like they're above anybody. You know what? Like for me, I don't know. I, I know some people differ, disagree on that. I know some people who absolutely thrive and revel in being able to bash colleagues. But I, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's a cool way to do a business. Personally, that's my opinion.
0: I dude, well, very well said. I, I agree with you, Ivis. All right, man. Well, uh, we got we got to wrap up today's show. It's, it's a pretty long one. We we got to let everyone get to their uh, work <laughs> schedules and meetings and everything. You know.
1: I don't know, man. I've I, I, I met a lot. In the past week and a half, two weeks, be between Stanford uh, and between, you know, Northern California and obviously the New York and Jersey area, we uh, I mean, just met so many listeners to our show. And uh, I didn't hear anyone say they're too long, which is, you know, actually, I think only John Arnold said it's too long. But, you know, his podcast nowadays is like 15 minutes. So he's used to it being shorter. But, uh, John, you know, he's always saying reckless things like that. Wow. Nah, nah. John, John's my boy now, man. We had a good time. We hung out. John's my I'm boy. Sh- well, he's yeah. He was, you well, you don't even return his, his his texts and shit, his phone calls. Details. Right. No. 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 But you know what? It, it's it's, uh, it's great, man. And I just want to thank everybody that I've met, everybody who's listening to this show, who I've met in the past couple weeks. I just want to thank you all because it absolutely means everything when we when when I meet listeners of the show because you know what? It it kind of makes it worthwhile. It makes it worthwhile for us to, to do this show. That because, you know, when you say when you let us know that you're enjoying the show and it's actually entertaining you and informing you and it and it's part of your routine that makes it worthwhile. So thank all of you who I ran into in this past couple of weeks because uh, that stuff is gold for me.
0: I I have many of these people. I, I gotta go I gotta roll out with you for some of these trips. You met right? people when you came for MLS Cup you met a couple. That's true. I I, I did meet uh... Tyler at ECU, and the one guy from Vegas. I'm forgetting your name. He's pretty. No, cool. no, no.
1: I'm talking about the Which
0: MLS Cup. MLS Cup. You met people. No, that, I didn't meet anyone. I was so cold. I I I, I forget
1: that whole trip. I, no, I, I no. The bumpy the bumpy pitch party. You met a couple. Oh of yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't. Really you probably know. don't remember much about that party. I don't, I
0: don't remember that party at all.
1: Yeah. See. There you go. <laughs> That's right. But I remember.
0: I remember bits and parts of that party. Yeah, but you don't drink or anything. No, no. I remember walking in and being, you know, being like, "Oh, Don Garver's over there. Oh, cool. He's at the Bobby Pitch party. That's awesome." And you know, then I was like, you know, then Lexi and then you know Taylor and some other people. And I don't. Uh, that's about all. I, that's all I remember.
1: <laughs> no, but it's great. But the fa- thank all of you. And you know what? We'll try to. We'll, we're gonna keep trying to get better. We're gonna try to get on a on a good routine. We're gonna try to get some guests back. But uh, you know what? It's a work in progress. And and thanks all of you who. Who give us an audience to, to give our, deliver our message to.
0: Yeah, I agree. Alright, man. Well, uh,
1: as always, everyone, thank you for
0: listening to the show, and thank you for the recent reviews on iTunes. Iverson are almost at five stars, so thank you. Thank you, thank you.
1: Thanks, all of you. Yeah, we, you know, some great, some some very humbling uh, reviews, some great reviews, and, and all of you who gave us bad reviews early on, we're coming for you. We know where you live. <laughs>
0: I got I'm I kidding. got other
1: stuff to do. I'm kidding.
0: Uh, I, all right, Ivis. You you have a good night, man. And I'll, I'll talk to you later this week. And we will preview U.S. Men's National Team versus Nigeria. Yes, sir. Thir- we'll drop it Friday because it has to be Thursday. So should be good. Yes. And as always, everyone, thank you for listening. Ivis, have a good night. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. And SBI Show. We'll be back again talking U.S. Men's National Team, breaking down Major League Soccer. Thank you for listening. This is the SBI Show.